Okay, so let's see here, Heidi. First of all, I, I've got to know, and I'm sure the, the listening public also is just really wanting to know, why in your personal email address, why do you spell it that way? <laughs> um, it's, well... Is that French for blue dolphin? It is French for blue dolphin. Ah, look at me. Yeah, good job knowing your French. Yeah, I know nothing of French. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I set that up in junior high, so um, eons ago, with a Hotmail, not Gmail, so you know, mm. I just changed it over. Blue Dolphin in English was already taken, so I tried French. Oh, okay. Now, so at the time, were you taking a French class? Yeah. Did you have aspirations of moving to France and becoming a painter, or uh, like what was the motivation to take a French class? Um. Gosh, I don't really, I don't remember. Like, I like French. I liked the idea of taking French better than Spanish or German. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I took French in junior high, a little in high school, and then a little in college. Oh, so you're fluent then? No, but I understand an okay amount. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Speak an okay amount. Yeah, I gotcha. As long as they speak slow. So were you, now you, remind me, did, did you go to the Payson schools? Were you in the Payson school district? You know, the Nebo no. schools down there? Where were you for, for junior high and high school? Pleasant Grove. Gotcha. So, so Pleasant Grove Junior High, Pleasant Grove High School. I know, and, and just so you know, there's a little bit of lag sometimes for our audio in case you can't tell already. So if if either of us seems to interrupt the other, it's purely by accident, of course. So Of course. Um, so I know that the students at Payson Junior High in the French class, like the event of the year was that they went to that fancy French restaurant in Salt Lake. I think it was called, I always want to say La Chaim, like from the Fiddler on the Roof, uh, you know, the, the, the Yiddish expression, I think it's, uh -huh. but I think it's just La Chai or something like that. Yeah, it's just La Chai. Yeah. So was that part of your experience as well? Did you do a school trip up there? They did, but for whatever reason, I chose not to go. Was the reason escargot? That might have been part of it, actually. Mm. You know, I mean, it's that would be a good reason. I wouldn't blame you. Go ahead. No, go yeah. on. Go on. It's an expensive restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then the escargot just did not appeal. <laughs> you know, I have a terrible snail infestation um, in my yard in Orem. I think that it's a problem a lot of people are dealing with in the area. Uh, I believe, actually, my, my father-in-law is, is an ichthyologist, and he explained to me that what it was is somebody used snails as bait up Provo Canyon when fishing, and the snail population then just exploded all down the canyon and into the valley. Um, but I've thought, I've thought before, if I could find a way to like escargot and then make my common garden snails into edible snails, that would be a really great thing, but I can't find a way to make that worth it. Yeah, no, uh, they are good bait to catch other things, maybe. Yeah. Well, hey, no offense to anybody who likes escargot. That's just, you know, to no. each his own, but that's not. Exactly. 
that's not my that's not my cup of tea as as some might say or others might say that's not my escargot yeah <laughs> so heidi what's what's something outside of the bagpiping and drumming world that you like you know like what's sort of a, a non-bagpiping hobby that you have or interest there's life outside of bagpipes. Oh, okay. Well, so this is going to be a, this will be an interesting, yes, I have some things to describe to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I love to dance. Oh, so what kind, so, what kind of, what kind of dancing? Um, ballroom dancing or country swing mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or any type of kind of dancing, really. I just like to dance. Uh, and, and when you say any type, do you do you like most to do the you know the the group or coupled up dancing, or do you also are you also interested in like solo form dancing? Um, I prefer couple dancing, but solo is okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be fun. I mean, it is fun, but doing that the whole night is not as fun as if mm. you get to do some couple dancing. Sure. So how far has that hobby taken you? Have you ever done like competitive ballroom or is this more like a, you know, community country swing night at a community center kind of thing? Yeah, more of just a community thing. I auditioned and made it onto a, onto a performing team two years ago, but um, decided not to do it because I was too busy. <laughs> wow, that's really cool, Heidi. So that's, I mean, so this is something that... I mean, you, you, you got onto a, a performing team that recently. That's, uh, I mean, I, I might have guessed, you know, that as far as maybe even college, you know, to join a school team. But uh, you're really pursuing dancing then. Yeah, I mean, I considered auditioning for a competition team in college, but I didn't want to audition. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't. Um yeah, I really love to dance. I always have. And so doing it now, it's, yeah, it's like my happy place. Oh, that's great. Do you feel like maybe it's nice to have that hobby where you're not like, mm, I, I, I'm not putting this in any sort of negative way. I'm trying to put it in a positive way because I mean it in a positive way. Like with bagpiping and drumming, especially right now, it's not just something that you get to go do for fun you have some serious responsibility you know you're you're running a group do you feel like dance is like sort of a safe happy place in that you're not running a ballroom team you get to go dance yeah i yeah it totally is there's like no stress with the ballroom or the country swing and if i can't make it it's not a big deal that i don't go mm-hmm um, whereas if I miss pipe band, I feel some guilt because I feel like I should be there. Yeah. Well, that seems like it's so. got some value even just for that sake. That's great. Yeah. Do you feel like there's any crossover, um, in terms of sort of the, you know, where your body has to be physically, you know, following rhythm, you know, has to be like rhythmically accurate. Do you think there's any crossover between that and your, your drumming? Absolutely. Like... Um, if you want to be a good dancer, you really have to be able to connect to the rhythm in the music, um, be able to pick out the different beats because not all dances are danced on like the strong beat of a song or the first beat of a song that's mm -hmm. very common to be the strongest. 
Um, and so you have to be able to really pay attention to the music and pick out the different beats and feel the rhythm um, to not only dance well, but to look like you dance well. Oh, sure. And as a drummer in a bagpipe band, that's essential. Like I have to be able to hear the beat in the music, feel the beat. And if I can't stick with the beat and play the beat, then, you know, the rest of the band can suffer from that. Mm. Yeah. So, so many of the, the song forms that we play in bagpipe bands are dance forms specifically. Yeah. I've heard people say before that the only way you can play a Strathspey correctly is if you've seen dancers dance a Strathspey. I would agree with that. Um, years ago in another band, we had Andrew Hoinecke come and work with us for a weekend. And he said that he had learned, he had learned to do some Scottish dancing. And so as we played the stress bay, he got up and danced and he showed us how oh, really on, yeah, on each beat of the music, how that connected to a different move of the dance. And it made a huge difference. Mm. And ever since then, for me, it makes it a lot easier to play a stress bay correctly. Yeah, interesting. So with your interest in dance, have, have you thought about also yourself learning any kind of Scottish or Irish, you know, sort of step dancing? I would love to learn one of those. Um, the problem with a lot of those classes is they either conflict with my sleeping in on Saturday mornings <laughs> or, uh, or they conflict with pipe band on Thursday nights. Mm, yeah. So. Well, both of those are, of course, way more important so don't go giving either of those right <laughs> at least not yet maybe at some point yeah maybe someday huh yeah so what is it that got you into uh you know the pipe band world where did you where'd you start with that you know like who, what what friend told you that you should start uh delving into this this mad niche niche world <laughs> So I was in college at Utah Valley University, which was at that point called UVSC. I remember and, that. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Better not be um, that long ago. <laughs> um, and I had some music classes with a couple people that grew up in Payson. So Corinne Bellows and Susan, now Susan Deerduff. Mm -hmm. um, were in some music classes with me and I was talking to Corinne at one point and she said, you're a drummer, we need drummers for our pipe band, do you wanna come play? And so I went down to practice with White Peaks Centennial Pipe Band and the first time I went down there, I didn't actually stay because it was a little bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. And then some, she reached out again and was like, are you coming this next time? And so then I went the next week and then just kept going every time after that. Um, we had a great drum sergeant at the time that reached out if we kind of disappeared for a little bit. He was like, hey, where are you? Mm -hmm. We need you back. <laughs> so, and then he was also willing to meet me at UVSC to work on some stuff, which was great. Um, to have a little extra practice on campus while we were both there anyway. Yeah. 
that is, this seems like a really great uh, sort of testimonial to the importance of evangelizing, <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially when converting drummers into the pipe band world. <laughs> I yeah. mean, this is the message that we need, right? For, for all bands, basically at all times. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so do you have any, do, as you're kind of thinking about, you know, your playing with White Peaks and, and the time when you were learning and stuff, well, really any time, do you have any, you know, sort of, of sort of favorite memories of times or places that you've played, be it concerts or practices that, uh, you know, fit into a narrative form that you'd like to, to share? Um, I think some of my favorite memories um, of the beginning of pipe band life was when we went to California for some competitions. We went several years to, um, I can't think of the name, the one that's over Labor Day in September in California. Um, let's see, not, 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 oh, Pleasanton, of course, the big one. Yeah, Pleasanton. So, um, you know, like we drove to Pleasanton, we had great things like, you know, cars losing tires. Typically, mm -hmm. Don's cars lost the tires. <laughs> um, whether that was like a flat, well, it was a flat both times, you know. Yeah, of course, what um, I'm envisioning at lost tires is that you pull over, get out, and the tire's entirely gone. It's like, what happened here? <laughs> Apparently, that happened before I joined the pipe band. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> but uh, not when I was in the pipe band. We just had flat tires. Um, and then, you know, like when we were there, we had some great times going to restaurants together and then went, um, into San Francisco and walked around and almost missed the train back to our hotel. And I remember Susan's little brother was, we're on an empty train. And so Susan's little brother was doing flips on the handrails above us. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. That's um, awesome. We also had some band parties, and one band party we did a sound scavenger hunt, and we split the band into smaller groups, and we had to go around and try and record different specific sounds. Um, That's such a fun idea. Yeah, it was great. And then we had a little bobblehead dog that was the award or reward for winning. And so that kind of got passed around the band for a while. I think I might still have it. Hmm. Either that or somebody else in the band has it now. Um, and I just remember that the guys, the boys that were on a team together doing the sound scavenger hunt, we had to have the sound of splashing water. And so they threw um, Susan's little brother, Andrew, into a creek to get the sound of splashing water. <laughs> of course, they couldn't have just, like, used their hands in the water. <laughs> they had to actually throw right. a person in. <laughs> exactly. I know that I, I early on when I started playing with the Payson High School pipe band, we went to, uh, I remember going to Denver and Jackson Hole. And uh, definitely, it's funny how, it's funny that you mentioned the, the flat tires, because I do feel like a lot of the memories are of, like, rather terrible conditions, you know, things like <laughs> stinky buses and cramped or destroyed hotel rooms. Um, uh -huh. And how like in the moment, those weren't great, you know, though, you know, they actually kind of were, but certainly in retrospect, that's what makes a great memory. Yeah. It's very interesting how that happens. I mean, 
like if I feel like when we went on our band trips, the things that we always could count on were a car having an issue, whether it was just car trouble or tire trouble. And we take the wrong turn and have to turn around multiple times. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, and with the flat tires, surely there's some really awesome joke to be made somewhere in there, right? With Don being such an excellent bagpiper and having a flat tire that, like, surely he could blow it up or something like that, right? Oh, right, right. <laughs> some sort of opportunity so for comedy there. Yeah. Uh, so Heidi, do you, as a drummer, is there a certain, like if I was talking to a, a solo piper, I might say like, Hey, what's, what's the most requested song that you get? You know, um, as a drummer, what, I know that there are common marches, then there's, do, what, what do you feel like is sort of maybe the most done or most maybe even overdone format for a, for a drummer, you know, like what's the thing that a drummer can do in their sleep and maybe they get tired of sometimes. Uh, the common marches. Yeah, any of them, two, four, three, four, all of them, just all of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them except for six, eight. We don't do six, eight a ton, and so that one's not as boring, mm. I guess. Not so much overdone, but yeah, two, four, three, four, four, four. Especially as a tenor drummer, we basically play the same thing for everything, mm. and so it's just except for, I mean three, four has a little bit different. It just gets old. <laughs> do you, does a tenor drummer have the flexibility to did, do different flourishes, even if they're, what they're playing is the same? Or does that all kind of have to be very, very uniform every time? Um, if we're playing as a band, it should be uniform, sure. especially if we're performing. Um, if there's just one drummer or we're not performing, then yeah, you can mix it up and just do whatever you want. That probably helps a little. Yeah. I love six eight marches. Maybe we should do more of those, huh? Those are. They are I love fun. them too. Mm. I think we should. Hmm. So if uh, if money were no object, what piece or pieces of like, you know, pipe band gear, be it uniform stuff or instruments, like what's sort of the holy grail? Something that you would just love to have. Um. Well, as far as instruments, I would love to have my own snare, tenor, and a bagpipe, set of bagpipes. Mm -hmm. Not that I can play them, but I want them. Yeah, oh sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, like your um, Prince Charlie jacket, that's what they're called, right? Oh yeah, those are fancy, yeah. Yeah, like your full really fancy uniform would be like the holy grail to get a nice Prince Charlie, Bonnie, whatever, that jacket and uh, some really nice gillies and a good sporin. No Glengarry would be great. Now, would you no, go no Glengarry and no hat at all? Or would you wear like a feather bonnet instead? Yeah, no hat. No hat, yeah. Oh, I'm with you there. More comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about no hats. What about the, uh, is it called a pleat? The, uh, the sort of banner that you wear around your chest and then it hangs off your shoulder. Would you have one of those with your jacket or would you go just jacket? Um, I think that would be cool, but I don't think I would want that all the time. Yeah. Like maybe special occasions. Yeah, sure. I, I do think they look great, but I remember having to wear them in high school and they, they, they were so, they were so restrictive when you had to blow up a set of bagpipes and you couldn't get your lungs all the way full, you know, that was a bit of a oh. challenge. 
And there was that would be a challenge. There was one time we played at a hotel, and you know Justin Stubbs, of course. Uh huh. He's very tall. Uh huh. Um, and he was walking in front of me, and his height plus his feather bonnet to get through the door, he had to bend backward really far. Because when you're playing bagpipes, you can't bend forward, of course. They would fall off your shoulder, right? So he does like this Uh limbo thing to get through the door. And so I, right behind him, started walking on his... Is it called a plaid or a pleat? You know know the thing I mean? A plaid. A plaid. I started walking up his plaid because it touched the ground. So (laughs) I couldn't figure out why he wasn't moving forward. And he was just getting lower and lower because I was just taking small steps forward, pulling him down, you know, a few more inches every time. Oh, my gosh. Those those uniform parts can be hazardous. Yeah. This is why superheroes don't wear capes. Amen. Amen. So maybe not wearing a plate is a good idea for yeah. a backpacker. <laughs> or at least maybe if you're in anything but a solo situation. Right. Um, is there anything that you wish bagpipers knew about drumming? Um, and this is a safe space, Heidi. You let it out. <laughs> uh, so um, I wish they would understand that it's not as easy as they think it is. Like, there's a lot more to it than just like, oh, pick up some sticks and bang them. Like, I mean, you're learning, right, James? It's not, there's more to it than you maybe thought there was. Yeah, I'll admit, it's, I was pretty sure any chimp could hit a, hit a stick against a rock, but it turns out there's, there is a little more to it. That's fair. Yeah. And that it really takes, like, you have to have a good sense of rhythm to be a good drummer, especially, um, a tenor or a bass drummer because you're not playing a ton of notes. So what you do play, you have to be on the beat or it really can mess people up, especially a bass drummer since they kind of set the tone um, with their beat. Mm -hmm. So that really is an interesting point because I don't know if I can speak for all, you know, what would we call it? Native bagpipers, you know, people who come to this Uh through bagpipe first, but I think it is the general uh, perception that, the order of of easiness goes bass drum anybody can do that then tenor uh-huh. then snare then bagpipes that's the hierarchy that you build in your brain you know as a bagpiper which is right. not is not fair at all you know but that's i think that is what happens and uh, right. it's interesting that you bring up that's an interesting point that the bass drum it's got to be spot on yeah i mean a mistake is going to stand out <laughs> with a piper you could miss a grace note nobody's going to notice you know uh-huh yeah with a bass drummer being the only one they make a little mistake that can throw off the entire song yeah and as a bass drummer their point their part is so essential that you know like they don't have to worry so like playing the notes yeah that's easy but they also have to play dynamics Mm, bagpipers may not even know what that word yeah what are dynamics like (laughs) i have a dynamic personality surely that's all it means right (laughs) Uh right right not the ability to play quiet and mediums and then loud like being able to play all of those is essential as a drummer um which bagpipers don't ever have to worry about but if you don't have your drummer shaping your music the music itself can sound kind of flat and a little bit boring 
But when you have a good drum core that can shape the music, that can give it that loud, soft, medium sounds to it, it really helps the music become more music than just notes. Mm, that's such a good point. As you say that, I'm sort of hearing in my in my in my brain all of the you know the best medleys that I that I've heard before. You know, and just the way that the it is the drums. I was going to say, especially the mid section, you know, the tenor and bass, but it's not true. The snares as well, how much they're, they're sort of swelling and then dying down with dynamics, how much of a difference that makes. Uh-huh. It really is an entire drum core effort to get that out. And, you know, it can be done in many different ways. Like the whole core can go from loud to soft or soft to loud, or you could even have them doing it opposite. So you could have one going loud to soft and the other one going soft to loud. Mm. Um, and it just really makes the music more dynamic. I mean, if you're in your car listening to music, what do you always turn up? The bass. Exactly. That is so true. <laughs> the, the bass or the percussion that is in a song um, is what people tend to want to hear a little bit more. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be the loudest thing. And if it's the loudest thing, it actually isn't always the best. But you want a little bit more of that because it really adds to the character of the song. Mm. That is a really good point. So sort of along those lines, Heidi, do you have any bagpipe bands um bagpipe centered groups or individuals who you especially enjoy listening to? Um, I love listening to Simon Fraser University pipe band. Mm -hmm. I think they're probably one of my favorites. I have a CD from like 2000 of the New Zealand police pipe band and it's an awesome CD. I don't know if they still play, but their CD is really good. Hmm. I can't say I've uh, ever listened to them before. That's a good, I'm going to put that down. I I have a CD you should listen to. It's They have one song that is the coolest thing ever because they're playing along and all of a sudden the music just cuts out. I mean, I think their drones are still playing, mm. but they cut their chanters out and then they bring them right back in. And it's the coolest effect I think I've ever heard. Mm. Yeah, it sounds really cool. So, you should check it out. Um, other, other than those two, I don't think I really have a favorite per se that I have a go-to. Mm -hmm. Well, those are two like excellent ones for sure. So, um, at least I know for sure. I, I believe you that the New Zealand police are excellent. So, and if <laughs> yeah. any if anybody ever wants to say something negative about service bands, you know, you can pull up. New Zealand police or Victoria police to say, ah, how dare you? You know, some of these service bands are really the best. <laughs> right. So big question. Uh, does, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Does not. Mm -mm. Check mark. Pineapple is good. I love pineapple, but when I eat pizza that has pineapple on it, I eat the pineapple first and then eat the pizza. Mm, so pineapple next to pizza would be better than on the pizza. Yes. I see. Yep. I see. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Um, has COVID-19 had any big effect on sort of your, you know, bagpipe band, uh, like 
related practicing, whichever drum it is you're working on, that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, it really has. Like, um, it's been, it's been hard to be motivated to practice since there's no rehearsal to go to for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, it was hard to be like, okay, I want to go practice because there was no longer something to be working for. Our pipe band did some little practice competitions and that really helps. Like I loved it. It really helped me be motivated to actually practice. I think that those competitions have helped motivate me to practice mm. a lot over the last year, but especially since COVID. Um, I think not being able to meet together as a band has really, really taken its toll on the pipe band as a whole. We had a grade four and a grade five pipe band, um, but due to COVID and not being able to practice and then having some of our bagpipers um, be leaving on missions for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints this year, um, we've lost some players. And so we can no longer field a grade four band. And um, that also means because we're only gonna be a grade five band that we have lost even more players because they are better players and they want to be progressing and playing with better bands and not being put down to a grade that they worked really hard to get out of last year. Yeah. So we've lost um, a couple of our younger players, which I think is a tragedy uh, because they're really good players. Um, it's a hard hit for the drum corps. Um, and it's very sad to see that loss in the pipe corps. Um, so I think I keep saying this year that COVID kills everything. It ruins everything. Like COVID really has in general messed up a lot of things this year with businesses, with plans everybody had over the summer. Um, but it's really taken a toll on the bagpipe bands, not being able to compete, not being able to get together. As people should know, bagpipes require you to blow into an instrument, which means you're breathing out air particulates. Yeah, you can almost just imagine them blowing out of the drones and just spreading everywhere, can't you? Right, so that being the case, when we have high risk players or players who have high risk family members, mm -hmm. it makes it hard for them to feel safe to come out and rehearse. We're trying to make our rehearsals be um, available online so that people can participate at home via technology, which is not always the easiest when technology doesn't always work. Uh, yes, um, yeah. But hopefully that's helping to get some of our members who are staying at home to at least participate a little bit more and feel more involved. And maybe even some of our players who can't come on the night that we normally rehearse maybe that would help them to feel like they can be a part of the band um by rehearsing with us via technology yeah yeah it's a rough situation but but yeah. like hey like who, who knows what the future will look like right like a, like a phoenix from the ashes the the pipe band will probably be able to stay strong and carry on and keep growing right right well, oh, go ahead. I I mean, we we have heard of a couple times this summer of 
different people who have had heard our rehearsals, our practices, and it's they're not pipe band members, but what a big part it has played in helping boost their morale um, and give them some hope. We had a bagpiper play at a funeral two weeks ago, I think, and their son, the one that had died, was, um, they lived right next to the church where we were practicing, and that is something that helped to give him some peace and calm those last several weeks of his life, um, just being able to hear us practice every Thursday night. And mm. so, although it's not ideal and it's not what we want it to be like, at least we know we're still doing some good. Yeah. And isn't that encouraging? I loved hearing that story. Isn't that encouraging to then think like, you know, even if we we might look around at a practice and just think like, ah, oh, there's only six of us here, you know, and well, I guess we'll we'll get together and play. And then it's like, well, you have to tune your own chanters. And then it's like, oh, we've, we're not sounding our best, you know, all kinds of things that we could say about how much it stinks. Then if that one story comes out of it, like there might be a, any number of other people who are who are, you know, really enjoying what we can do and uh well it's worth it right whatever little right. bit we can do yeah exactly that's fun well cool well so to kind of land on uh a fun light note here heidi do you and don't feel like you have to but do you happen to know any bagpipe or you know bagpipe related jokes that you'd like to share <laughs> uh keep in mind uh kids will hear this so you know um. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, share the joke, just give a parental advisory warning before you do if that's necessary. Um, okay. The only one that's coming to mind is, uh, not a bad one. So kids can hear it. It's not also a great joke, but, and I may not deliver it well cause I'm not great at jokes. Judgment free go. zone. Go ahead. Okay, good. So do you know why they call it a kilt? Why do they call it a kilt? Because people who call it a skirt got killed. <laughs> I know. It's uh, bad. <laughs> I need to set up a soundboard for this or something so I could just push a button for some studio laughter or something like that, right? That would be perfect. Some canned laughter would be great right now. Well, that is a good joke. Thank you. And last question. Um, do you have any, like, what's your current go-to uh, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, etc. show? What, what, what is it you're binging right now? Uh, it's on, well, it was on Amazon Prime for a bit. Um, I think I'm far enough in the season that now I only can watch it through IMDb TV free. Mm -hmm. So now I have to have commercials, which is lame. <laughs> um, but I've been watching a show called McLeod's Daughters. McLeod's Daughters. Yep. It's about these, it takes place in Australia and it's about these uh, daughters of a rancher who are left to run the ranch by mm. themselves with just some other women. Oh, sounds compelling. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. Cool. Well, thanks, Heidi. Do you have any uh, any signing off uh, words you'd like to say to the the? Uh, I was gonna say dozens, but it might be exactly a dozen or less people who <laughs> <laughs> will be listening. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. If you play bagpipes and drums and you're not playing with a band and you live in Utah, we would love to have you come join us. Um, if you want to learn, we would love to have you learn. 
Um, and if you are playing bagpipes or drums and you're playing with a band, enjoy. Enjoy.